at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. As always, I'm your host, Erica Hansen. It's another Thursday, so I have another topic for you. And this one, I'm actually really excited to talk to you guys about, because this is something that I did not know about. We're talking about selective dorsal rhizotomy today, or SDR. And I'll be explaining exactly what that is, um, and why I personally actually am really excited about it. Um, but I do want to do a little housekeeping before we do that. This show always is on Thursdays, Mountain Standard Time, um, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like to get a hold of me, my email is always open. It's Erica H, Erica with a K, H at newheightseducation.org. We also have a Zoom meeting during this live show, and you can call in using 1-646-558-8656. That's the United States number through New York. So if you have long distance charges, they will apply. Our meeting ID for Zoom is 465-172-882. I'm... Uh, <coughs> Like I said, really interested in this topic, so let's go ahead and get started. So what is selective dorsal rhizotomy, SDR? So SDR, <laughs> I will not go through the, the entire name the entire, through the entire episode, I promise you guys. SDR um, is a fairly new, as in it's been widely used, um, since the 80s, which is still fairly new. Um, there was some um, discussion and trials for it back in 1911, but that was focused mostly on reducing uh, neuro neurologic pain um, rather than um, spasticity. So SDR. So what is it? So as you all know, as I've disclosed, I do have cerebral palsy. I have a a form of CP called diplegic cerebral palsy, which means that my legs, the muscle tone in my legs um, is always tight. It's always tense. And that is because of, 
I have a certain amount of brain damage um, that tells, and the neurons in my brain do not let my legs relax. Um, They're always on telling my brain, telling my legs that, hey, you should always remain tense. And that is not normal. Uh, normally, your brain sends signals, you know, to relax or tense your mu- muscles as needed. Um, with, with CP, that doesn't happen because that center of the brain is damaged. So any signal that center of the brain does send is usually abnormal and um, causes the um, tenseness or spasticity that I'm going to be talking about now. Um, <clears throat> SDR is focused on people with diplegic and hemiplegic uh, spasticity. So I'm going to go a little bit further into that. Um, Like I mentioned, if you have diplegic CP, your legs are the um, the most affected. This does not mean that your upper half cannot be affected. It just means that out of everything, your legs are, your lower half is affected the most. Um... You may see CP, CP people, people with CP having to use walkers, canes, um, even when we are able to walk unassisted, our gates are off and stiff for obvious reasons because our muscles are stiff. So it's harder for us to move our legs, coordinate our legs, balance. Balance is a big issue. Um, you know, people with cerebral palsy are prone to falling quite a bit and that's due to the balance because the muscles can't relax because of the neurological issue um so diplegic focuses on the lower half of the well but uh, the lower half of the body hemiplegic just means that one side of your body is affected so it could be your left side or your right side but if you're hemiplegic, um, you have CP affects both your right arm and your right leg, for example, and does not affect the other side as, as much. Um, so those are the two types of um, CP that this procedure focuses on. So, okay, so what is SDR really? Um SDR is a surgical procedure, and it is a procedure that is performed on the back. It's performed within the spinal cord, um, so it is an invasive procedure. I'm not saying it's, you know, there it does come with risks, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but SDR is a surgical procedure in which physicians remove the nerves within the spinal canal. Um this disrupts the abnormal signal from the brain to the body. Um, not all of the nerves are removed, though. So basically, um, you have certain nerves in your inner spine that correspond directly to the affected area, let's say, diplegia, the legs. What a surgeon would do if they were treating me would be they would open up my back take a look at those specific nerves that are, you know, um, affecting my legs. They test each single nerve 
and see which ones were working correctly and which ones were causing the abnormal tightness. And then they would snip out those abnormal nerves, um, which I actually think is an interesting way to approach it. Um, you're not actually focusing on the brain so much as the pathway from your brain to your legs. Um, so like I said, the the nerves that are misfiring are pretty much clipped out. That's, that's how they do that. Um, and they test all of this during the surgery. So you're not awake when they're testing or cutting or anything like that. Um, and it will reduce the muscle uh, stiffness within the patient with CP and it allows them to move more freely. It increases balance, coordination. Um, once you don't have that um, constant command for your muscles to stay stiff or rigid. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take a quick break so we can hear what's going on at NHEG. I will be back with you at the other side of the break to discuss more about SDR. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Erica Hansen and we are discussing SDR, Selective selective Dorsal Rhizotomy, SDR. Say that five times twice. <laughs> so last segment I discussed what SDR was and how it could help patients with hemoplegic or diaplegic spastic CP. Um, now we're going to go a little bit deeper and check out more of the nitty-gritty of what, what physicians are looking for when they want to suggest a, a patient have um, SCR done. So what makes a patient a good candidate for the surgery um, SDR? So there are several factors a surgeon will look at before suggesting SDR to a patient, because there are some criteria. Um, can this patient take at least a few steps on their own with or without a walker or a cane? So generally speaking, they do have to be able to be mobile to some extent. Um, <clears throat> so they do, you know, without, without say a wheelchair, they do have to be able to walk, which um, a lot of people with, hemoplegia and diaplegia do walk. I do walk myself. Um, it's just I don't walk very well. Um, so they're looking at that. They're also looking at, does this patient have a strong trunk or core? Um, this is the area encompass, uh, encompassing the chest and the abdominal area. Um, people talk a lot about in exercising, you know, strengthening your core, your core muscles. This is what they're talking about. Um, this is you know, basically how it helps your body um, stay strong and keep upright. Um, is That's your core muscles there. Um, so they want to make sure that you have a strong core muscle growth 
trunk area so they can do this surgery. This patient must be at least two years of age. Um, just so you know, yes, the surgery is performed mostly on children, although uh, adults can get it. Again, it's just up to what are the criteria and what are they looking at. Um, have a history of premature birth. Most cerebral palsy patients do have a history of premature birth. Um, I do. It's pretty typical. Um, no, da uh, no damage to the basal ganglia, according to an MRI, and it just that just ha happens. That just happens to be the section of the brain that they have to have whole and intact. Um, that they're looking for. If that is damaged, then they won't be able to do this surgery. Um, and it also show possibility of improvement in functional skills after the surgery. So they're also looking at the patient and saying, okay, will SDR significantly help them? Will it significantly help their quality of life? Now, not everyone, they're, no surgery is perfect, okay? You're always taking a risk with a surgery, but what a surgeon... Um, or a specialist looks at when they look at a patient, they say, what is the likelihood, you know, um, of this person's life becoming increasingly better? If they think it's a high likelihood that SDR would help them and actually improve their situation, then yes, they will recommend it, um, whether it's to an adult or to, uh, for a child. And again, although SDR can, and it has been performed on adults with success, the main focus is on children. Um, they're usually aged between three to six years old. Um, to, be good, to be a good candidate for SDR as an adult, you must meet all of the qualifications above that I just talked about. And in addition, you also have to um, meet a few other things. Have relatively mild orthopedic deformities. Um, this goes into, uh, sometimes cerebral palsy patients have scoliosis or cur curvature of the spine. Um, we can also have deformities in the legs, um, or hands because of the pressure of the muscles and, uh, you know, against the, t again, the tenseness of the muscles surrounding the bone. Um, so they do look at how, how severe is that really? and be able and willing to participate in intensive post-surgery physical therapy. Um, I, I understand that the physical therapy post this surgery is quite intensive. It's quite uh, long um, and very, um, it's very, like I said, very intense, very involved. So any patient that wants to go under, uh, go, you know, into SDR surgery must be aware that it's going to be a long road ahead to fully recover from this surgery. Um, so typically the surgery is done before any orthopedic surgery is performed as SDR, as SDR may eliminate the need for it. Now, again, when I was a kid, the typical solutions for us for cerebral palsy were orthopedic in nature you go in you um you work you do surgery on the on the achilles tendon to 
um, help the person walk better. Um, you do a few other surgeries um, in order to correct oh, like a lazy eye or something that's caused by the defective muscles. And so what they're saying is that they would prefer that a patient not have gone a, gone um, gone through with orthopedic surgery yet before they try SDR because SDR um, may work so well that the orthopedic surgery isn't needed. Um, so what are the pros and cons of SDR? I'll get into that in just a moment after we stop for this uh, special announcement from our uh, sponsor, Silicon Valley High School. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen, and today we are talking about selective dorsal rhizotomy, or SDR, which is a surgery that aims to improve um, the lives of people with spastic CP, especially diplegic and hemiplegic CP. Um, this does this by cutting certain nerves in the spinal cord, um, cutting those damaged nerves out and leaving the correct nerves intact so that um, the damaged nerves stop sending signals from the brain to the legs or whatever side of the body is affected. So there are pros and cons of SDR. Um, first, I'm going to tell you with any surgery, there are risks. There just are. It You know, um, you are talking about going in and opening up the body. And there's always a, a risk of that, a risk attached to that. So um, you must weigh the benefits and risks of this procedure. Um, there is always a risk of infection, bleeding, swelling, and a reaction to the anesthesia. So these risks are present with any surgery, not just SDR, but that's, that's pretty typical. Um, so the risks specific to SDR surgery are, okay, so because SDR involves the spinal cord, there are several serious risks that must be considered before taking any action. These are <clears throat> a spinal fluid leak. Uh, it may go away on its own or it, more, or it may require another surgery to fix. Um, bladder dysfunction and incontinence. Um, although this is usually short-term and it resolves in a few weeks. Um, loss of feeling in the legs. Again, you're dealing with the spinal cord, so that is a risk. Um, you know, impotence is also a risk. Um, unusual sensitivity of the skin on the feet or legs. So um, that's a little, you know, I hadn't heard of that one before, but... Um, it makes sense. Again, you're, you're dealing with the spinal cord and the nerves within the spinal cord control what you feel and how, you know, what, what the surface touch feels like. Um, so unusual sensitivity, sensitivity of the skin on the feet or legs, 
Um, although this resolves in two to three weeks usually. Um, so that makes sense. Again, you're dealing with the spine. Development, a development of a spinal deformity. Again, dealing with the spine, you know, it is a risk. It's always, you know, a risk. Um, so even with SDR, the patient's spasticity may not improve or it may improve and then return. So that's another interesting thing is that you, you do need to be aware, although SDR can be a wonderful thing and it can improve the lives of really millions of people for, for whatever reason, it may not work on you or your spasticity, the tightness in your muscles may return even after SDR. So that's something to weigh and consider. Um, again, always talk to your doctor or your surgeon about these things. If you have any concerns, um, it's really important that you do so. Um, I would definitely recommend talking perhaps to your primary care first. If you think you are a good candidate for this SDR or you think your child is a good candidate for SDR, talk to your primary care and they can get, you know, all of the necessary paper paperwork in a, in a line. You probably would need a referral for most insurances um, to go to a surgeon and get surgery for this. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to take a small break and after that I will close with my final thoughts regarding SDR. Hello listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Once again, I'm your host, Erica Hansen. So some final thoughts on SDR. This surgery, um, it's a wonderful opportunity for people with cerebral palsy, especially diplegic and hemiplegic versions, um, to improve the quality of life. Um, it is, like I said, it's, it's fairly new to me. Um, that's why I wanted to share, share it with you folks, because it really does seem like there's been great strides made in treating a CP since I was a child, which is, which is fantastic. Um, but like any, any surgery, SDR has some drawbacks. So you need to, you need to really think about that, um, and weigh your options. Is this surgery, um, going to improve my life significantly? Is it worth the risks um, that are involved? Um, is there something else I could do that's maybe less invasive that would bring the same results or close to the same result? Or, you know, do you find that SDR is worth it? But again, talk with your doctors as always. I'm always going to say, you know, talk to the professionals. It's important ask all your questions, um, and don't skimp on anything. If you don't understand something, ask the doctor to repeat it again. 
Don't go into something like a surgery uninformed. Okay. Now I do have some resources in the show notes regarding SDR. Um, I will be posting those again in the resource links um, in the show. And if you have any questions for me, my my email address is always Erica H at newheightseducation.org. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed talking about it with you. Um, <clears throat> and again, if you have any topics you'd like me to cover, um, give me a shout out at my email. I'm always looking for new topics. And you can join me every Thursday here, um, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific or 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next week, have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.